This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. Hi, guys. Welcome back for another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. Again, this is an episode regarding dating and relationships. Now, my podcast is not focused on dating and relationships, but it's for everyone else who feels like everything going on in the world is just annoying. And I know I'm not the only person who thinks this all the time. As always, I am your host, Sydney, discussing the latest and greatest in the news of what has gotten on my nerves this week. And I am happy to say that I have a guest joining me for this episode. And I know you guys are excited because you don't have to hear me yammering on for the next (laughs) couple of minutes alone. So let's welcome Tay of the You're Too Pretty to Be Single podcast. Do you want to share a little bit about yourself? Hey, Sydney. Um, thank you so much for having me on your show. Um, so just a little bit about me. As Sydney said, I do host the You're Too Pretty to Be Single podcast, which is dedicated to becoming your best self and being happy while being single before you get into a relationship. Um, I am from Atlanta. I am 29 years old. And um I've been single for about six years now, (laughs) so I've done everything in regards to dating, um, social Mm -hmm. media, um, meeting people in person, terrible dates, great dates, so (laughs) I've been through it all, so I definitely feel you when we talk about annoyed, not offended, because I am constantly annoyed having to be out in this terrible dating world (laughs) that we have right now. No, I completely understand and completely get it. I know um, I was listening to your most, like one of your recent episodes where you were discussing like Mm non-negotiables, whole phases and whatnot. And I was like, you know what? All of this resonates (laughs) so much. And even the title of the show to me speaks a thousand words. And it's sort of annoying from like my own perspective, because when a man or whomever is attracted to you says like, oh, you are just, you're too pretty to be single. It's like, why not just tell me you find me attractive? Mm, And then just just give me your social security number and we can go from there. You know, a card number, a pin number, you know. But that was my biggest eye roll. And it was funny because I'm like, this is my show. Why would I name it something that I hate to hear? Mm -hmm. But I feel like, like you said, a lot of people have heard it. So they're like, oh, what is this about? So, girl, that is my... I hate when people tell me that. And I hear it all the time. It's utterly ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But we're going to get into the first segment of my show. Kind of throws people off, but the name of the segment is Fed Up or F***ed Up. Oh, okay. (laughs) So I have dedicated this portion of the show to getting to know my guests better and learning, like, what gets under their skin. And in my first episode, I started this off by sharing a few scenarios of my own and distinguishing like what aggravates me. So with this segment, I want to take the opportunity for you to either share a snippet of the last time you were fed up or I have three scenarios that I could ask your opinion on and you could let me know if it would aggravate the hell out of you 
or just have you up completely. Okay, let's see. <laughs> um, okay, so I get to pick first. Mm-hmm. Would you want to share a story or would you want to go over the questions? Mm, let's do the questions. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Came up with some good questions this week. Okay, so the first question is, you are attending a family gathering and an older relative is constantly asking you, why haven't you found a one yet? And settle down with a nice person? Like, you know what? That that auntie that's just like, girl, you are so cute. You always look so cute. Where is your boyfriend? I have not seen you with a young man. What is your reaction to that? Oh, my God. I'm so glad I really don't have to deal with that. <laughs> uh, that that's why I'm like, I can't do the family gatherings because of that right there. Um, but I mean, my reaction is always like, well, y'all's men cheated on y'all. So I'm trying to find a man who's not going to cheat on me (laughs) and have kids on the outside. Like auntie, your whole, your, your whole family, (laughs) a whole nother family. Like, Like, you know what? I'm trying to do Mm -hmm. better than you. That's what I, that's what I'll come back with. Like, I'm trying to do better than y'all did when it comes to picking men. I feel like that is the best response because that really hits the nail on the head. Like, you know what? Think about what you just asked me. And I'm giving you the response that you need to have to reevaluate why you even asked me this in the first place. And it's so funny because either it's always the women who have the worst relationships or or the women who are single just like me and they're older. I'm like, why why don't you get it like you just like me you know you you can't find a man I can't either so why are you badgering me about it I've been divorced two or three times and you're just like why but that's beyond (laughs) me going into the second question so this has happened to me a couple times and I'm sure it's happening to you but you are going on a solo date to enjoy some me time only for a strange man who is also alone to pester you throughout the evening. So say for instance, you're like, you know what? It's been a long week. I'm about to go to this restaurant and dive in. This is pre-COVID, but I'm a dive in. I'm a dine in and like, you know, some TLC, order myself a nice meal. And a man just comes over and sits by you. Oh, so you alone this evening. Oh, would you like a drink? Oh, how are you doing? What, what do you say to that? Mm. So, okay. So I always tell my listeners, like, I am an introvert. However, Mm -hmm. a lot of times I welcome that. Oh, (laughs) Um, okay. (laughs) The pestering, when you said pestering, I'm like, okay, that's different. Like, if you just bother me and you can tell I'm not interested, like, I'm going to tell you, like, look, I came here to enjoy a meal by myself. I have Mm -hmm. a man at home. I will lie. (laughs) Say I have a man at home. Like, I'm just here to chill. But if it's just somebody who has nice, normal conversation, even mm-hmm. if I'm not interested, I welcome that when I'm at the bar. Because gotcha. I have met really amazing people who I might not technically be interested in or want to have a relationship with them, but I have met friends, male friends, being at the bar by myself. Okay. So, and like I tell people, that's always the easiest way to get a free meal. So, you know what? You might, what? You might be, be on to something. <laughs> So the last question is, you are out at an event with a friend who wants to introduce you to someone. However, it turns out the person they're introducing you to is a past love interest. However, when your friend does introduce you to this person, 
they seem to have some sort of an amnesia and just don't recollect you. You're not sure if they're pretending to <laughs> or if they just really don't. What is your reaction to that? What? <laughs> Mm -hmm. I'm over here if you can see my face I'm like what (laughs) that has never happened I've never heard that happening to somebody but I'm too I'm too straightforward like Uh, I'm definitely gonna be like wow you don't remember me (laughs) like you must talk to a lot of people I'm pretty memorable like (laughs) that is have you do you know somebody who that happened to don't I just thought of it like that would yeah. definitely be a scenario where I'd be like this person has me all the way fucked up because, oh no yeah what but no I've never heard of that I've heard of mutual like amnesia where you both ignore each right, other like yeah. you see each other you're like Mm-mm, I'm not speaking <laughs> but yes I definitely came up with that on the fly like let me just think of something and I know for sure I don't know I mean not to be rude no offense but I feel like you would have to be pretty like unmemorable for that to happen like maybe I'll just talk for a day or something or matched on <laughs> tinder I don't know but yeah that's never that's never happened to me now I have had people mm-hmm. match with me on one dating app and then mm-hmm. match with me on another and then they kind of act like the conversation is brand new Ooh! but I mean to me that's that makes more sense because we mm-hmm. didn't talk a lot but no not in person I've never had that happen that's crazy it is it is and I hope that it never happens to anybody I know because <laughs> I'd be like oh you gotta come on a podcast we gotta get deeper into it right But okay, we are going to get into our main topic and main segment, which is the Make It Make Sense segment. So the title of this segment is Let's Just Stay Silent and Other Things You Don't Have to Tell Somebody Your Data. So again, your show, You're Too Pretty to Be Single, is all about relationships and your own experiences as a single Black woman. And I can honestly say one thing I really like about your show is like your overall honesty and openness about what you expect from your partner as well as like your own past experience. Like you're very Mm -hmm. open about that. And interestingly enough, one thing I thought about recently, like I said before, is we get so caught up in being told what are the right things to do while dating. I just thought like, what should we not do while we're dating? Right. So... I found this article from Bustle, and it is titled, Things You Don't Have to Tell Your Partner. And I wanted to dive deeper to see our own takes on a few items on the list. So it was nine items, but I chose about five that stood out to me. Okay, let's go. So the first one is pointing out small quirks that you find annoying. (laughs) About yourself or about them? About your partner. Like, you don't have to tell them. Right. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Would you agree? Disagree? Mm, I would have to agree. Um, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll confess that I do that. Like, Same. I do. I do it. And, and it, it really does change the, like the dynamic of the relationship I've noticed, but mm-hmm. I can't help myself. Like, <laughs> And you know what? I was going to say the same thing. Like, unfortunately, that's me. I have to let you know if there's something super quirky you do. Like, why Mm -hmm. do you do that? I can't help it. But I can say, I think me as a person, like I'm very quirky in a way. So Mm -hmm. if they were to say something about like, I think I do, I would definitely be a tad bit turned off. Like, (laughs) 
I am amazing. What do you mean? What are you talking about? See, for me, it's it's always the why behind it, though. Like, mm-hmm. because if you if you've only been on like two dates with somebody and they do something, now I want like the first time I might be like, oh, that was just a one off. But the mm-hmm. second time I'm like, oh, why do you do that? Like, mm-hmm. why do you eat? Like, I want to know. Like, was that how you were raised? I'm more curious than I am judging you. But True. I can yeah. see how that can come off as judgmental, and it turns the other person off. Yes, very, very true. I agree, but don't do it. Don't do it, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so I am going to move on to the second, well, the second um, topic that they mentioned was how you feel about their family. Mm. So we a little bit deeper than just a couple days. <laughs> yeah, I would say like they didn't give a time frame, but they were definitely saying like somebody that you've been seeing for a while and you've been around their family, maybe even mm-hmm. throw a couple, you know, holiday family activities in you've attended and been around. So what do you think? Um, I kind of disagree. I kind of disagree. I feel like if I'm with somebody and we have the relationship that I'm hoping that we do, Mm-hmm. then I feel like it's okay for me to give perspectives or opinions on the family because I would want the same from him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's who I'm, that's what you're there mm-hmm. for. We're <laughs> supposed to come back to the house and talk about our families. Like, <laughs> Very true. And to me, I would definitely have to say anything if your family exhibits any sort of like weirdness or just like some things that very much stick out to me or like toxic behavior yeah and families already say so much about a person because they've literally molded you like you're molded from your experiences and relationships with your family so Mm -hmm. if you know it might be one thing okay I do have a cousin at that might take stuff out of people's purses or something <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> crazy. But if everybody in your family has been on America's Most Wanted or something, we need to have a discussion. Like, excuse me? Um, and, yeah. And I think it's really important for him to know how your family is treating you because mm-hmm. he might not always be around. And Very I might true. say, oh, your aunt, every time she walked past me, she bumped into me. <laughs> and, and I can't do anything about it. I'm not about to fight your aunt, but I think you should be aware of something. So you know what's going on when you're not around. That's very true. And then also going into like the potential of marriage and even having Mm -hmm. kids, you want somebody that has like similar attitudes, similar values and morals helping raise your kids. So yes, for sure. I definitely disagree with that. It was like, I'm saying whatever I want to say about your family. Right. Now, I mean, mamas, they might be off limits, but everything else. (laughs) Very true. So this third one, which is kind of similar to number two, was opinions about their friends. Okay. So that's that's different. That's a little different. But yeah, I'd have to... um, This one is hard. Because you pick your friends. It's yes. different to me from the family because you can't pick your family, but you pick your friends. So that is a representation of the person you're with. Very true. However, I think from like the standpoint, standpoint of being like a heterosexual woman, like dating mm-hmm. men, the way men choose friends is completely different <laughs> from women. Like that women, true, yeah. we have our friends. And while we do have friends like, oh, I've been friends with her for five or six years, blase, blase. I feel like men can be completely different from their friends, but hold on to that friendship. Just say like, you know, that, that's been my boy since like, right, yeah. like we didn't been through so much. And you like, y'all are completely different people. I don't get it. 
at all sure go off but <laughs> you are absolutely correct you're right they do hold on to friendships even when they're very toxic so you might have a point I think that I think that it's important to say something if it is toxic or detrimental to y'all's relationship mm-hmm. but other than that if he got a homeboy who just be acting stupid like <laughs> I'm just like whatever you know don't bring yeah. him to my house but you know <laughs> yeah yeah that's also a good point because like you said before you do pick your friends so I might just be like mm-hmm. you know what y'all have fun don't tell right. me about anything they did though exactly yeah so number four is how you feel about their goals and ambition. And I thought this was interesting because when you discuss your non-negotiables, I know you said like ambition is a big thing. Like you Mm -hmm. want somebody who is passionate about fulfilling their goal. So what do you think about this? So it's saying don't say anything about their goals and ambitions? Well, not so much don't, but you're like exact feelings on this okay okay see um it depends on the length of the relationship first Mm -hmm. of all um okay where was i um you were saying like about the length of the relationship so it definitely depends on the length of the relationship i Mm -hmm. one of my things when it comes to my non-negotiables is he has to have a goal and he has to have ambition so i'm not gonna nitpick or judge what the goal or the ambition is Mm -hmm. Now, if we've been together for a while and I feel like it's something where, you know, you're 35 and you're trying to be a rapper still, we might have to have a discussion about that. (laughs) Or the music might not be that good. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to I'm going to tell you because I'm your number one supporter. But (laughs) there's too many factors. But for me, as long as you have a goal and, and ambition, that's like the first step. Yeah, and I definitely agree with that. Like I even noticed in the article, they were saying like, oh, it's nothing completely wrong with bringing it up. And in a lot of instances, people do have their own end goals, but their journey to get there Mm-hmm. can be all over the place at times. And it's nothing completely wrong with that as long as, like you said, they have that end goal in sight. And I'm definitely, with my friends, with my family, romantic partners in general, I'm one of those people where I hate to watch people do things the hard way. I really right. do. Mm-hmm. But I really do understand the older I get that this is a process for everybody. everybody. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> if they want to go through it, let them. Mm-hmm. However hope just pray they come out stronger but that is on them that's their journey it doesn't always have anything to do with you so right I agree yeah okay and the last one that they had not to share with your partner and this is hilarious in general because I'm like who's even talking about this but things you miss about old relationships (laughs) I'm about to agree with that one (laughs) a hundred percent a hundred percent. But I see why people do it. But Ooh. I think that it puts a lot of pressure on the person that you're dating. It is. And what do you mean you can see why people do it? Like, if they're like, oh, you know, I miss coming home to somebody, having dinner ready. Um, I miss having someone to cuddle with every night. Or mm-hmm. that might not be the dynamic of y'all's relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, you might, you might have to be the one that comes home and cooks now with mm-hmm. y'all's relationship so you're putting pressure on somebody to make it seem like this relationship is going to be the same as all your previous relationships and it's probably not and my thing too though that even now I'm thinking about it as we're like discussing it more in depth but why are you telling me things about 
your old relationships you're right. not in them no more yeah. obviously it, it whatever they might have did they might have cooked it dinner didn't for work you. out right <laughs> why don't like what <laughs> why even bring that up i've never been in that situation but mm-hmm. if somebody were to legit say to me like oh my gosh you know Back when I dated, whatever, she used to just, we had so much fun. Like, she was such a spontaneous person. I yeah, would literally be like, I it's definitely, do so you know how people always crack that joke, like that meme, where they like, wrong bitch, like, yeah, wrong yeah. person? That <laughs> would like, def- the wrong person. <laughs> I would be like, yeah, wrong person. I don't want to hear this. What does this have mm-hmm. to do? Yeah, and... I- and- and especially if it's early on in the relationship, I'm like, if you telling me, oh, she used to um, cook for me, make these amazing, I don't cook. So you still, you're going to miss that for a long time. <laughs> and even then, it, I feel like too, when you really like somebody and you are dating them, things that you appreciate in people, you're going to go about choosing your partners in that way mm-hmm. to like to a degree. Like, yeah, you may meet some people who might not cook or be adventurous or do certain things like other partners. But if that is as important to you as it was in the last relationship, you got to make sure like, you know what? I really got it. I, I just can't do this and move on like an adult instead of bringing up oh shit but right but then again it's like maybe that didn't work out for you for a reason so maybe you do need somebody who's not as adventurous because she was always going out you know (laughs) um want to go skydiving every weekend and that didn't work for your pocket so maybe you need somebody who's a little more calm ready to settle down great point Um, yeah so I definitely want I, I have to agree with that one Great point. So that's all for the Make It Make Sense segment. And now we're going to get into my last segment of the show, which is called You Are Drove. Now, just a disclaimer. I know you're looking like drove. (laughs) Just a disclaimer. Drove is a St. Louis term. It's like St. Louis lingo to the T. But it's basically when somebody thinks that something is going to turn out one way, but it goes completely left. So okay. say, for instance, you like, oh, I'm going to go to the mall. I got $80 in my um pocket. I'm going to get this cute outfit, blah, 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 blah. But then you come out of the mall and realize you have a boot on your car. Oh, shit. So now you got to go return that outfit and get that boot taken off. That is the <laughs> epitome of drove. So drove, this, okay. Yeah. So this week's segment, everybody's talking about it. And I would love for us to discuss it more in depth, but Jada Pinkett Smith and August Alcina. Mm, the juice. The juice. So <laughs> August Alcina finally addressed the claims of his rumor relationship with Miss Smith. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting because I can't exactly recall on like the specific time frame that he was around them, but people back then did have their questions like, what is this boy? He just joined yeah, it's a been a family? long time. Yeah, he'd been around it for a long time. So in his interview, he claimed like what he was saying. He was like, you know, I totally gave myself to that relationship for years of my life. I truly and really, really deeply loved and have a ton of love for her talking about Jada Mm -hmm. and he said he devoted and gave himself fully and I was like oh this young man is so drove because he thought she was gonna leave Will Smith (laughs) I don't know I don't know I don't 
Did he say that though? Did he say that he thought she was gonna leave him? No, no, he didn't. Okay. I'm not gonna put wires in his mouth. Right. He did it, but I just thought in that instant, like, oh, August. Yeah. Where did you think this was gonna go? Like, not even being funny. I know money doesn't mean everything, but it doesn't mean a lot. <laughs> I looked up Will Smith's net worth. And he was literally worth $350 million. Right, girl, I'm sick. I would never look that up because I don't even know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) 350 what, huh? (laughs) So I was just like, oh my gosh, wow. (laughs) August, oh, and you know Jada, she's been on her little PR train. Like, you know, I have to come out. I have to discuss this. Mm-hmm. I have to like bring myself to, is it, what is it? Right, called? to the red table talk, yeah. Red table talk, I have to bring myself. And she has yet to film this daggone episode. They were like, I, how long does it take to set up a table and some chairs? <laughs> girl, I saw online, somebody said she's painting the table <laughs> and building the chairs from scratch. Because at this uh, point, Jada, we have to know. But I mean, I at the same time, she can't interview herself so she probably trying to work that out too yes she really does and again I feel I feel bad for him in a way because just thinking about like his family structure and whatnot like I was a fan of his music um when he first came out so when I'm Mm -hmm. a fan of anybody I'm like let me look up their background when their birthday whatever little stuff yeah so even just like how his relationship with his mother panned out him taking care of his nieces and his Mm -hmm. family members passed and I'm like wow I know that has gotta hurt but to a degree I feel like you have to handle some of that yourself because people will take advantage of you okay so do you want my opinion (laughs) for sure no okay come on so I plan on doing an episode about this not not necessarily about them but Mm -hmm. about the whole structure of the relationship Mm -hmm. and I don't I don't think that it's as bad as people are making it out to be and maybe I'm just being hopeful but I honestly think that they they have an open marriage and Oh, oh yes yeah and I think that it was understood now he might have fallen I mean he did he fell in love with her Mm -hmm. but I think that knowing well not knowing I don't know any of them but (laughs) just just the way that Jada and Will kind of operate I feel like it was it was it was known like Mm -hmm. maybe he was too young to understand Mm -hmm. like what that really means because they're a much older seasoned mature couple for sure but I think that he probably knew that then yeah. And I think that he still can have a relationship with somebody else. Oh yeah, but for sure. He, he might not be into that that lifestyle. Yeah. And that I, might be where the disconnect comes in. Like we explained yeah. this to you, but now that you, <laughs> you know, now that you're older, now that you uh-huh. know that you were in love with her, like maybe that's not the lifestyle for you. So I don't think anybody's to blame. Mm-hmm. I do think he's a little too young for them to have put him in that situation. Mm-hmm. but I don't think there was any wrongdoing in that whole mm-hmm. situation and I can see that I think you made a great point because even then for Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith they've been famous for so long and they're mm-hmm. so wealthy and to accumulate that amount of wealth and then for people to have that much access to so many resources and people want to be near you mm-hmm. yeah they go have they pick and choose of who they want to be with and if they are like you know what this is a more platonic relationship now and 
all these other more things that go along with like open marriages and whatnot and like what is it like life term partners and whatnot then yeah let that that might work for them I know me I don't like I said we said before we don't have millions in the bank so at the end of the day the rich and the wealthy have a way of living we know nothing about and I do have a theory like this is nowhere written it's just in me I feel like that potentially when he came in it wasn't that at all like they were just you know bringing him in he had some (laughs) issues and Mm -hmm. you know they want to take care of people if they can Mm -hmm. so I think that it also could have been that you know he came in and then it turned into something completely different from what anybody thought it was going to be I can see that too just because of even knowing how relationships work and my own past relationships of like not so much liking somebody but what is it called it is like a legit psychology term for it like you're so close to somebody like the proximity of being around somebody all the time mm-hmm. you do develop those feelings oh, over time them, yeah. and you're like oh wait there is some attraction there so mm-hmm. that I feel like that's a good theory. That's very logical. Yeah. And I'm super duper interested in just seeing what Miss mm-hmm. Jada has Ooh, to say. Oh, I cannot say. wait. Because, <laughs> you know, I she's always, wait. what did they say? Like, all of these black women, when you did this, you did this. <laughs> thousands of black women. So I want to see right. how Miss Jada spins. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you know she's going to spin in now. Y'all, I, I don't know why people acting like she's going to get up there and be ignorant because she's going to spin it where we believe whatever she says because that's, that's who she is. <laughs> and honestly, we have no choice but to believe it. We don't know right. Jada. We don't know August. We don't we know don't Will. Know. We None just going to have to take it for face value and go yeah. on with our merry lives because I'm sure 2020 has been a hell of a year. We will have... <laughs> plenty of other things girl Kanye running for president so that sums up 2020 right there (laughs) girl I discussed that in another one of my episodes and my other guest was just like yeah I I chose to ignore it I really did (laughs) I said if there's anything that sums up 2020 it's Kanye for president like that's how fucked up this year has been (laughs) and I said I don't know what 2020 is trying to teach us but I don't think I want to learn it 20, like I'm good. I'm good. 2020 <laughs> has been whooping everybody's ass. Like everybody. We have no choice but to square up with her. Mm-hmm. We we have not it has been relentless. Time after time <laughs> after time. We don't know what's next. We just right. sit in here sitting duck. That's what I feel like with 2020. I'm just a sitting duck. I can't even force anything to go my Mm-mm. way. No. I'm like I'm just we just living in 2020. We are. The funniest thing is that we we really all thought this was gonna be our year. <laughs> Everybody you, thought twenty. You know was what? Be I have year. to literally. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna plan an episode where I just break down twenty twenty <laughs> month by month, month by month, girl. Don't forget the. Uh, don't forget the. Uh, what was the bees? The murder hornets. Oh my god! Yes, the killer hornets. Uh. Even then, don't I forget. saw an article they were talking about the bubonic plague. I said, you oh, know yeah. what? Yep. Cutting off the computer. Thanks. That's it. But again, thank you so much for doing this episode with me today. Do you have anything else that you want to plug? You want to tell my listeners where they can follow you at? Of course, Sydney. First of all, thank you for having me. I love this. This is so enjoyable. Um, I actually took two weeks off my podcast. So it's like really nice to kind of 
you know, get into your podcast instead. <laughs> like, let me see what you do. <laughs> so um, I had so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Um, if you guys want to check me out, please do so. Um, I'm on all major platforms. Um, follow me on Instagram at you're too pretty to be single. Um, that's where you can just kind of see what I have going on. And I'm at that age where Twitter and Facebook that I, I can't manage those as well. So please follow me on Instagram and I'll link you to my episodes and make sure you subscribe, rate, review, etc. And um yeah, again, I really hope that you have me again because I really enjoyed this so much. And I, I hope that you can come on my podcast very soon. For sure, for sure. But again, <laughs> it was great having you. And you guys, that is all for this week. So you got to tune in to another episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.